Hey everyone, it's Matt Harmon from the Yahoo Fantasy Football Show. Are you sad there's no fantasy football going on right now? Yeah, me too. I've got good news for you though. It is fantasy baseball season right now. Join a public league, join an instant draft, or create a league with your buddies before opening day. It's Yahoo Fantasy Baseball time. Sign up for the 2024 fantasy baseball season at yahoo.com slash fantasy baseball or on the Yahoo Fantasy app. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, welcome to the pod. Just Pete and I today. Not a great pod. It is an emergency pod, but not one we wanted to do. I'll tell you that. I guess, Pete, if they're going to cancel the entire NCAA basketball tournament, it calls for an emergency podcast. Do you not think that at least sends the alarm that this is a legitimate emergency? Yes. I mean, we are amid one of the great stories of our lifetime, and not just not sports stories, but just stories in general. The the way the coronavirus situation has escalated over the last week has created a, a, a moment in time that's unlike anything I've seen in my uh, in my four decades walking the earth here, Dan. And uh, I, I don't I don't think there's anything comparable. And the thing that scares me the most is the pace that this has traveled at, especially the last like 72 hours in the sporting world. But even in general, like I just looked at it, we're taping this obviously on Thursday afternoon. I just looked at the New York Times to catch some headlines after a busy sports day just to see what else is going on in the world. And it said like today was the worst day in the stock market since 1987, which is the second time this week that we've had that headline. We're in unprecedented times and scary times, quite frankly. Yeah. I mean, look, we've had uh, this is supposed to be a fun podcast. We talk about, you know, we joke around. We, we as college sports is fun. We try to have fun with it. We've had fun with the coronavirus, but, uh, you know, while while acknowledging it was real, I think everything's just, you know, everyone's trying to do their best to curb this and and, and do the best they can to, to keep the spread down. We're not here to provide uh, medical information or anything like that or this. Or, I don't want to get into all that, but obviously it's just something that needs to be done, and I think we're best off. I, I really wasn't expecting the tournament to get canceled until I think it was Tuesday when I was working on a story and uh, an AD told, talked to me about, you know, the issues of liability. And there was a really a belief that it would. And and at that point I thought, geez, maybe, maybe empty state, empty stadiums, but we went in 48 hours from one athletic director saying, I think it's going to get canceled to me. To it's canceled. And not only that, it was like maybe 36 hours to where everyone was like, it should be canceled. I mean, it just, it moved quick, but people got behind it. And, you know, it's disappointing for the players, the coaches. A lot of people put a lot of effort into it. It's certainly those of us who love the the tournament. I think I joked last week about a self-quarantine where I just watch games all the time. Uh, I think we're all going to end up self-quarantining. Uh, anyway, and we're not gonna have any games to watch. So that's not any fun. At the end of the day, this stuff is non essential. Uh, it's great for entertainment. It's it's a big part of all of our lives. It's great for um, uh, morale. 
I think it would have been a really good time for sports to help out uh, because I think there is a ton of uncertainty and there's a lot of fear and there's fear of the unknown, fear of the economy, there's fear of medical, there's fear of just, you know, you got to go to the grocery store and you don't want to be anywhere breathing near anybody and all those, there's just fear. And then a lot of people try not to be fearful and, you know, anxiety and that is a sliding scale. So I think it would have been great, sort of the way sports, I thought, really helped us after the other, you know, huge event of, of my life, which was uh, September 11th uh, terrorist attacks, you know, give you something to, to look forward to, something to distract you, yeah, you know, just so, something to pass the time. And I thought this, you know, there's no way I'm not I'm not criticizing this decision in any way. It was the right decision. But you just don't know how, you know, it just would have been nice if you could wave a magic wand and say, hey, we're going to have this every night. And this is something that we can all get into to get us through these next, you know, which is hopefully not four months, but four weeks or three weeks, not three, you know, and I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to last. So really difficult decision by the NCA. I applaud them for for being decisive. Uh, I, I don't know. They, they, they also can't, they canceled all of the championships, spring championships, uh, which is a little interesting. Like college world series is out everything in the spring lacrosse. You and I, Pete, like the lacrosse a lot, you know, I don't know if that's premature or just, Hey, we just gotta, we gotta do it. But at the end of the day, this stuff is non-essential. And I think as we go forward, it's going to be all about what's essential in this country that needs to run. And if it isn't a hospital or a, or a food distribution or, or certain things, you know, I mean, they're closing schools, they're closing everything. If it's not essential, we've just got to change our, uh, our, our way of looking at everything. These are surreal times. Certainly just being sort of ensconced in, you know, two of the busiest news cycles that I've ever been around the last two days. Like, you know, I, uh, I, I called you, Dan, after, uh, after I filed my story uh, a couple hours ago, and, and we both kind of had a moment of like, you know, we don't know a march without basketball. And obviously there's much bigger things going on. I'm with you. I applaud the NCAA. I think postponing it is delaying the inevitable. I, I don't know how long, like you said, this is going to last. If it's, I don't think it's weeks anymore. I think it's months. It's just hard to imagine people have thrown March 3rd out, March 30th out as like an arbitrary deadline. It's just hard to imagine everything reverting to normal by March 30th. I hope it is. I really sincerely do. But when you just see how quickly things have spiraled this week, I'm skeptical of, of that. But, you know, people obviously listen to this podcast for basketball. And I'd be curious if some of our listeners can maybe hit us up on Twitter. Like, can you imagine, I mean, you think of all the great March memories and I mean, how many Hundreds of nights, Dan, have you spent on the road in March and April covering college basketball in your career? Hundreds, right? Probably like a year of your life has been spent in hotels. <laughs> I don't know I'm about serious. that many, but enough. Yeah, enough. And, well, and just how about just the joy of that first Thursday? Oh, that Friday. Yeah. And people have traditions and they meet up with a high school buddy and they go to the, mm -hmm. the sports bar or they just yeah. they drag a TV into the into the break room. And it's it's so much fun. Yeah. I mean, NCAA basketball tournament is just fun, but they closed Disneyland today. When you have Tom Hanks getting the coronavirus, you have the NBA canceling its season, and you have Disney. Like, you talk about like iconic American institutions, and Tom Hanks is an institution. Uh, like, <laughs> they're pretty big. 
Forrest yeah, Gump, man. It's Forrest yeah, Gump. Yeah, he's 16 million Twitter followers. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> Tom Hanks throwing More in people there. know about Tom Hanks than Obi Toppin. So, um, <laughs> I mean, look, the thing was, they just. Let me ask you this, Dan, just from like uh, our listeners, things our listeners are probably wondering right now. Do you think they could have postponed this? Not really. I think most of this decision, it's a public health decision, first and foremost. Okay, I want to be clear on this. I don't want it to be. I mean, the the right thing to do is to keep people from gathering. And we should have been actually doing this a week ago. That's when we should we should have been doing this sooner, but we're not. Okay, and and look, I I'm not the it's just the flu guy, but I'm not also the one that's I flew this week. All that I'm not, I'm you know, kind of think in the middle. So that's a good call. B, I do believe everybody involved in college athletics does care about the health. They don't want the kids getting sick. They don't want their, their themselves getting sick. They don't want like they don't want to be part of that. But there's also the legal liability here. And nobody can put themselves out there as the one saying, yeah, we're going to just go ahead and play when the potential is there for people to get sick. And you look at the NBA and there's Gobert and there's Donovan Mitchell's now sick and, and you know, it's going to spread all over the NBA if you keep playing. So the NBA, once the NBA shut down liably, you know, the liability was there. What if the NCAA gets a class action lawsuit? What if the NBA, what if somebody does, you know, die from it? What if there is some kind of tragedy? I mean, this is America. We, there's a lot of lawsuits. And so this was a huge concern at the back of all of these people's making this decision is how do you keep this thing going? Once the NBA said we're suspending, there was no way anybody else could really stay up because if something bad goes down and there's a lawsuit and you go, all right, so I'm going to sue my school. I, let's say I play at Kansas or Kentucky or something. I'm going to sue Kentucky and I'm going to sue the NCAA and say the Lakers and the NBA are willing to protect LeBron James but you're not willing to protect me. Explain explain that. So, you know, and, and that's not the number one thing, but it's part of it. And that's why I think you're just seeing everything go. High school, I mean, high school state tournaments. My, I was supposed to go this weekend to Richmond, Virginia for my younger daughter playing soccer and it got canceled. The, the tournament got canceled. Now we're talking 11-year-olds outdoors playing soccer, no crowd, just dads, moms. You know, this is not the Final Four. Yet, it's canceled. And I think you have to move from they don't want the liability, but just sit there and say, I don't know that anyone's safer because we're not doing that. I mean, we go, I don't know, Saturday, we'll probably go to the park. There's gonna be a bunch of kids around. There's gonna be people standing around, moms and dads. Standing around. But when that is too risky, pretty much everything's too risky. And that's kind of where we're at. And I think you just kind of have to look at it and stop arguing about, well, they shouldn't or should have. I mean, I, I mean, look, we love arguments, but this is about essential and non-essential. And certainly an 11-year-old soccer game is non-essential. But so isn't the Final Four. As much as more people care about it, and there's economics and it means more and all of that. It's not essential. And I, I really think that why, by early next week, it's all going to be about if they're in a reason to be out. I mean, you look at what Italy's done. I don't know where this is going, but basically grocery stores and hospitals are open. And, you know trucking and you know things like that shipping that's it otherwise stay in your house i don't i mean are, is that where we're going to be in five days i don't know we might i mean i don't think you can rule anything out is that the i'm not saying it's the proper or not proper i'm just saying five days ago we couldn't imagine oh uh there's not gonna be any sports in march it's over like there's no nhl there's no nba there's no major league there's golf 
golf is the one one I do think could actually fight through this because just you and your caddy basically out there. No fans, but golf, pro golf is going to get real popular in the next month. But, I, you know, it's just where we're at. It's just I, this is unprecedented. So we taped uh, the last pod, Dan, on uh, what, Monday at noon? Yeah. And there was no sense at that time that this thing was going to spiral like it did, right? Like, we no. talked about the coronavirus. We took the coronavirus seriously. You know, we acknowledged that there could be some reverberations. But on Monday at noon, like, at that point, I was still flying out the Pac-12 tournament, which I eventually got canceled because of company policies that I fully agree with, like, that to limit travel for our, our health and safety. But I just think on Monday at noon compared to Thursday at dinner time, like, just that has just been a drastic, drastic change. There was nothing three, four days ago. I'm not sure when we look back on this, it's why, why wasn't, why weren't we doing what we're doing now on Monday? You know, and I don't know. I don't know how, I I just don't, I don't know. I don't pretend to know. I don't want to be cited as an authority on this. This seems to gotten people, you know, really upset or political on it when it's, I think most of us just like, what, what, what are we supposed to do? Tell me what to do. If we got to go without the basketball tournament, we go back without the basketball tournament. But if we just sit there and say there's going to be a baseball season, there's going to be no sports. I mean, I feel bad. You know, Pat's not on today. He's driving back from Indianapolis to Louisville. We wanted to get this up. But, you know, he has uh, the NCAA swimming championships, right? You know, I mean, it's his uh, son of Georgia. That's his last year. I mean, there's so many kids that lost the last year of eligibility and chance. You know, there's some talk. Do you, do you let kids have a fifth year of eligibility? What about these kids in the, playing baseball or lacrosse or softball or you know, they didn't even get their senior year, you know, are all, are, are all the sports canceled in the spring or a team's going to, I'm still not even sure. I'm not sure we have a full ruling on everything. Like, are you, is there going to be any college baseball in the spring or is it just, there's not going to be a, a national event? My understanding now is that there could still be some, but there are no championships via the NCA. The SEC has from what I read on Twitter today, so it has to be true, has held out and said they could still hold championships, their own championships. The SEC has not – now, those would be in June, which is a long time from now. But, like, the ACC, for example, has just, like, suspended everything. The Big Ten has suspended everything. So there's very little sports left, and that's the way it should be. What the heck are we going to do uh, at night? Like, yeah. what, imagine being an ESPN exec today. Like <laughs> – yeah. Oh, uh, wait, what? Like, what are you filling? I mean, man, they got to fill some time. I don't know. I mean, the whole thing's weird. I, I, I'm, 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 you know, a little saddened. I'm just more concerned about like, where is this heading? Is this, I hope this is, a, let me put it this way. I hope this is a huge overreaction. Yeah. That would be the best thing that could happen. As we look back and go, boy, that was, that was silly. It seems like it all went on Wednesday. Uh, there's a Brian Fisher quote, uh, a tweet. I'm sorry. At 11.34, Rutgers closed athletic advance to, advance to fans, and by 9.31, the NBA season was over. They're <laughs> not over, but, you know, was 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 uh, suspended. What do you think of the one where, you know, seniors would get an extra year of eligibility? You know, I think it's something that will be discussed a lot, Dan, and I was actually just talking to an athletic director about this before we uh, before we got on the pod financially it's a lot more difficult and than people think outside of the football schools because and since 
I live in Boston here. I'll just use like local local examples. BC has 31 sports. So I don't know how many of them are spring, but let's just say a third of them are. All of a sudden now you need to come up with an extra 75 grand, which is about how much tuition is for an extra 30 athletes. That's a lot of money. You know, like that's just that's a lot of scholarship money. And then some of those sports, you only give partials. And then some of that money is promised to other people. So how do you conjure that money up in sports that don't bring in any revenue or significant revenue? And then for the non-football schools, you have no chance to find that money, I don't think. And then some of those kids have like already got jobs. They're going to work at Morgan Stanley or they're going to work at some advertising firm. So if they already have jobs, like do they pause that to play another season of lacrosse somewhere like it's uh i don't know the basketball players although it's awful that this dayton team and san diego state kansas right. all these great teams that had a chance to win it's awful like they played 90 percent of their season so it's a it's it's a little bit more difficult argument to bring them back to then play in the nsa tournament essentially which is which is what they missed i do feel awful i feel awful for like vermont they were going to play in the America East uh, Championship on Saturday. You know, they had, a, they had a great year. They had that awesome, awesome moment on senior night with Josh Spidell, their recruit who got in a car accident as a high schooler and overcame a bunch of like they've, There's been like, there's just so many great stories in college basketball. And for these guys to not close the circle, that hurts. And the, the spring sports have a better argument because I was talking to the BU women's lacrosse coach today. They'd only played six games. So now they don't play a 30 game schedule or anything crazy like that, but there's, you know, it's over. It's done after, after that period of time. That's difficult. It was a, uh, so I went over to Boston university to, uh, they, they're the last team to win a championship probably this year. They won the Patriot league on Wednesday night, took the bus back and, you know, they're on the bus and Joe Jones, the coach is a, a character. I'm sure you ran across Joe, your, your time covering uh, college basketball as an old Villanova assistant. And, you know, everyone's like Rudy Gobert has, Corona, the NBA season's canceled, all this stuff happened. Joe Jones is on the bus back from winning the Major League Championship. He's been a coach nine years, his first NCAA trip. And he's like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Just let me let me enjoy this. Like, let yeah. me like let me enjoy this moment because it's, you know, because they everyone knew it was coming. And they the, the announcement got made right after they had a little media availability over at uh, Case Gym today. I'm over there and I'm watching like the hockey players go through their seasons over the lacrosse. Like, like they were so happy for this team. And then the women's basketball team was supposed to play that night. And that got canceled, obviously, as, as everything else has. And so you just sort of – it was just this riptide of emotion sort of swinging through this hallway outside outside Case, uh, outside case Gym. It was, it, was, it was really an interesting uh, – it was, it, was, it was interesting and it good for me to just see the human side of, uh, of, of a lot of that. You know, those guys, those rare trips – the coaches that have worked so hard. How about, you know, Rutgers this season? Oh, Rutgers finally has this big year and, you know, gone. Some of the teams that just can't. I, look, the Kansas kids hurt as much as anybody else because yes. I think Kansas could have won it. I'm not disputing yeah. that. But it, Kansas is there a lot. San Diego State, Dayton, yeah. Creighton, Seton Hall. Yeah. Seton Hall had a great team. Florida State had a great team. Florida State had a great team. This is going to be a wild, yeah. wild tournament. Uh, I don't know. I it's just this it, is what we're at. It's a, it's weird. We're very impatient people. Uh, we want things done immediately. We want problems solved. We're used to new cycles and things just getting done in a you know, which binge watch and find out how this gets resolved. Mm -hmm. And uh, now we're at this thing we can't control, and we don't know what's going to end. And and so really, really hard decisions had to be made. 
And and it just was the worst possible timing for college basketball. You know, the NBA and the NHL, now they may not come back, who knows, but they're just yeah. buying time because they care about, you know, they, they'd like to isolate, you know, self-quarantine everyone for two weeks, but make sure we're there when the Western Conference Finals are going on. Did you see the Boston Marathon this morning, Dan? Uh, they're pondering moving it to the fall. Yeah. And I just that? thought, like, smart idea, great idea. I mean, talking about an international event, exposed people, it just made total sense. And in my, in my first thought is, like, it's just a bummer that the logistics of the college sports schedule make that impossible. Like, it's just not an option. Right. Well, okay. and then, what about the Olympics, you know, Dan? Like at this point, can you see there being an Olympics? I can't. I I, I can't. Unless, the only thing I can say is things are moving so fast. I don't know that if I, I just don't know what I, I wish I knew. I wish everybody knew. Yeah. Are we in for the long haul here or is this going to be this goes up fast? This ends fast. I don't know. No, I don't see how you could do an Olympics. Yeah. Who's going to make the call? The thing about shutting something down because it's not safe is someone then has to make the call that it is safe. Yeah. So who's going to make that call? At what point do you know it's safe and not, well, we start gathering 20,000 people a night in in, in NBA arenas, you know, or we we have the College World Series. Oh, the whole all the baseball players all got because this disease is still there. and It's supposed to die out in the summer, but it might come back next next year. And the science of the die out in the summer isn't great from what I've read. Like, no. Mm. Yeah. Like it's I don't know. Again, the the last thing people want from us is like Center for Disease Control type analysis. Don't listen to us. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Listen to everybody else. Like, (laughs) I do think it's at least we're not pretending we know. That's the worst. Yes, (laughs) yes. It's one of the like the great basic tenets of being reporters: know what you don't know. Dan and I I know know nothing, like nothing at all, like less than zero. All right, so you know we care about all the athletes. I think there's a hundred thousand affected here but we also care about football a lot because this is a football mainly a football podcast obviously the games aren't until the fall so presumably hopefully we have a handle on this but stuff happens spring practices are basically canceled uh, all over spring games are over those are kind of nothing recruiting michigan ohio state a number of schools said their coaches can't go out on planes and recruit i don't know what that means you know, visit campus visits, things like that. Like, how would this change? I, mean, I hate to turn it into a, I mean, it's a sports podcast, whatever. I don't, I mean, how, how do you think this changes recruiting? And I, I understand that that's an obnoxious thing. We're talking about important yes. things yes. and non-essential. Yes. This yeah. is non-essential, but yeah. this is our, this is our non-essential. This is going to be this really weird stretch of time. When you really can't tour around the country and have a bunch of people come into your 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 high school to meet you. Paul, are the Todd not going to be able to recruit Hawaii now? Is that happening on uh, on Feinbaum right now? That Paul, this is going to affect the Todd. Yeah, it's going to affect the Todd. So I do think recruiting to to defend us speaking about it is the next <laughs> we're so bad. This is so bad. Yes, <laughs> I'm embarrassed yet yet intrigued by your answer. <laughs> I want to know what you think. Sorry, I'm well, a horrible person. This is the next person. step, right? Like pretty much all the games are canceled, right? In in the college space, so we got nothing we else. We're, listen, my mother's locked in a nursing home right now. She can't get any visitors. I'm I'm dealing with it, man. I feel the pain yeah. of America, but. Yes. Yes. But how's it affect need, recruiting? The tide needed three technique. 
Well, so we need something. Uh, no, what, to pass I, what I'm the saying time. is, it is a natural segue in a lot of ways because once you wipe all the games off the calendar, recruiting is the next. It's the next step. And I got texts from a bunch of coaches the last couple of days being like, "Do you think we should be out on planes? Are they going to cancel it?" And like, here's one thing: like, don't leave it up to the leagues. This needs to be an NCA shutdown of recruiting for in in in, in short order for an extended period of time. Don't give someone an advantage because they're going to take it, <laughs> all right? Like, they're going to take it. Like, SEC's like, full boat ahead. Don't leave these leaks to their own devices. Like, blanket wholesale safety first. Like, but how, how, well, need... how can you say no recruiting? Can you say no off-campus recruiting? I mean, no visits. Like, you can recruit on the phone and text message. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, yeah. Why not? Yeah, but no in-person. No home visits. Can a, can a kid come to campus? Can't stop a kid from touring around campus. I think you should not be able to officially host visitors and pay for them to go to campus. Like if a family, like if school's shut down, the family wants to hop in the minivan and do a tour of the Midwest, you, you shouldn't be able to stop that. Going out recruiting is like the, the very it's like the very vehicle to transmit this thing around. So I, I do think recruiting is going to be once things hopefully settle down in the very near future, something that does come up and it becomes an issue in a, in a, in a big way. And then we go to football season, which April, May, June, July, August, we're five months from week zero. I mean, obviously, this could threaten the football season. I mean, but we just don't know. Five months is... And practice starts in four months. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they talk about months. They talk about... I mean, I heard Trump say two months today. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know what that means. I just heard him say it. You only have to be a little wrong to get pretty close to four. And it's not like we've seen this play out in full anywhere either. There's no, oh, and it happened in 2015 in Bulgaria. This is how long right, it took. Like, right. there's no, to my knowledge anyway, there's no there's no concise precedent like that. And there's no, like, cure. No vaccine till next year. Yeah. All right. That's positive. Yeah, this has been a great pod. Um, Uplifting. We're going to yeah. try to, uh, <laughs> we have a college sports podcast with no college sports. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Come back, <laughs> come back for Pete, Dan, and Pat's book club. <laughs> at least yeah, at least there's that but i don't yeah. even are people still going to chicken restaurants or something i mean I... <laughs> yeah if if the coronavirus ends chicken wars then we'll know america's in trouble <laughs> does the guy in the beer diet have a uh like will the corona just stay away from that because he's just pure alcohol at this point maybe he's really been building up a defense might be on to something yeah. i don't Do know. We know how much weight he's lost if we can we find that out easily Sully? day 15 of the, the weigh-in i would think this would be stressful he's down to uh 272 so he's lost about 20 uh 26 pounds or something 20 what was he 20 uh it's it's, it's working the man's just drinking beer down in cincinnati i guess he's gonna the corona's not scaring him off his thing Say one thing, you don't have to go to Costco to uh, fight for, for uh, you know, pasta and stuff like that. Just get down to your liquor store and load up. He's fine. He's very basically self-quarantining himself anyway. Yeah. I mean, he works at a brewery, right? So, like, he could he can last forever. <laughs> he has the ability to create his own. Yes. He really is. <laughs> yeah. He's a survivalist. He'll be a 139-pound <laughs> hipster by the time we get out of this thing. <laughs> He'll be ordering skinny jeans on, on, uh, yeah, I don't even know where you'd buy skinny jeans. It's like there was no more food in America, but I, yeah, he'll be the last guy. Do you ever see that movie or there's a TV show where they just had one guy living in Tucson? 
It was like the world ended. I can't remember what it was. Last man or something. Then there were some other people, but it was pretty funny. This guy could be the last survivor. I don't know. Holy cow. So serious question, Dan. What like what do you plan to do with your idle March time? I don't know. I mean, I'm just I I I do think our listeners are the kind of people who would have spent 16 hours back to back to back to back days watching and consuming NCAA tournament content next week. I don't, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm also, you know, I don't have my hockey to watch. I know. Uh, Boston Bruins season ticket holder. Right. My kids are about to be home all the time. I'm encouraging Mm. all our listeners to buy the complete epic athlete set because (laughs) plenty of time for your kids to read. Maybe I can make a buck before uh, this thing does me in. I don't know. I, I literally have no idea what the hell's going on. I'm just like, yeah. what? All I know is when they cancel 11-year-olds playing soccer, I'm like, oh, boy, this is serious. Yeah. Yes. I was like, I don't see where this is a threat, but it, it apparently is enough of one that they canceled it, which means pretty much everything's a threat, which means might as well just get used to sitting around the house. So we're going to have to, we're gonna I don't have know. to change. We're going we're to figure out how to make this entertaining as possible during these times, because I really do believe this. I really believe we are going to miss sports because we need this is tense. All right. Yes. Now, look, if you're one of the guys that literally doesn't care and think this is all made up, then good on you. Fine. You're able to process this really well and just ha- live that way. I I am not someone who normally ever gets concerned about much of anything. And even I can feel the tension. And I know there's lots of people that are absolutely terrified. So yeah, if you could do that, that's fine. But, you know, I, I'm not I'm not picking a side. There shouldn't be a freaking side here. But it's tense. Man, the market dropped yeah. 10%. Yeah. yeah. I, people are going to start getting laid off. Oil's down, man. No one's there's no way anyone's buying cars this week. There's yes. like, you know, like when's the fact? I mean, people are going to lose their job. What do you what do you do if you live in or down in Florida? No one's coming. There's so much. This is a stress fest. And it would have been great to have some kind. It's like the way they made MLB keep playing during World War Two, mm-hmm. even though like Ted Williams and all the good players were yeah. gone. It was basically like the XFL, but just put them in NFL uniforms <laughs> and, and play because it's like. I just need to be able to watch the the Dodgers tonight, you know, like that's what gets me through as I worry about my my son over on the front line, whatever it is. And we're not going to have that. And so our podcast will be here for you for America. As we recommend books of the week, uh, should we change to like the Wine Wednesday podcast where we uh, we recommend like, you know, Pete, Dan and Pat read the Joy Luck Club this week, uh, (laughs) breaking down thematic overtones of what it means for feminism in 17th century China. I think our listeners would love that. I think that's. Yeah, sure. You and yeah, you read that. Get right on that. (laughs) Let me and Pat read it. I'll I'll read it. Yeah, sure. Totally. Totally. I do think I'm going to read more like actual books. You know, (laughs) I think Netflix is going to get real popular. Netflix already is popular. Everything on Netflix is going to be big. The Aaron Hernandez Just story is still up there. Now, Dan, you think it's popular? I get it. <laughs> Killer inside. Hey, kid, I saw you on the Netflix. <laughs> this has been Peak Wetzel podcast. He's he's pumped his books. He's pumped his, his Netflix series. <laughs> That's all about me. <laughs> During a time uh, of stress in America, Dan is still still can't resist self promotion. My dad wants to know if he won the Jerome. <laughs> <laughs>
since everything got canceled. So there was a good there was a good line on a text message today from our friend Dave Curtis. Uh, he and his wife Emily run the Jerome. He said Mother Nature won the Jerome. And I was like, Mother that's Nature fair. <laughs> with, with a with a with a poster dunk. Coronavirus wins the national championship. Jesus, I hate the yeah. coronavirus. By the way, let's yeah. just say this: I have unequivocal hate for the coronavirus. The coronavirus sucks. All right, we'll uh, figure something out. We'll be back. This is our emergency pod. I think the last emergency pod was when Brian Bowen Sr. testified. That was a lot funnier. Yeah, that was that was a lot funnier. Yes. Brian Bowen, by the way, uh, the second started an NBA game like three weeks ago. Did you see that two weeks ago? For the I'm, Pacers? I'm happy for him. I'm happy yeah. for him. He got, oh, that kid got, he got screwed. I mean, his dad sells him. I mean, it's just the whole thing just tough. So, yeah, he went to Australia. He built his life back up, his career back up. Good, so on, good for him. Good on him. How how about I mean even for guys like that like you know you finally make the NBA and then it shuts down oh great yeah so many weird things going on but it it again it's just, just a lot of people are going to lose their jobs a lot of people are going to lose their house a lot of people are going to lose their health uh, at, at least at some level hopefully very briefly but I don't know. all right we're gonna we'll be back next week with Pat in here I'm sure he'll be a bundle of uh, positivity yes as usual <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get through this together. So talk to you uh, next week.